0: Coinspot are giving away $10 worth of free Bitcoin for each verified user once they make their first deposit. Just go to coinspot.com.au forward slash BTC123. The Trader Cobb Crypto Show, talking business in blockchain. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Trader Code Crypto Show. I have a guest with me today, all the way over in New York City, who is a man of a topic that not many people like to accept, but most need to know more about. Uh, I have got Zach McClure, who is the co-founder of
1: Token Tax. Hey, Craig! Thanks for having me. Excited to talk about crypto taxes from a little bit of a global viewpoint and talk about Australia, UK, US. Hit hit key areas for all of your listeners. Yep, sounds
0: good. You know, the very interesting thing you just said was you're excited to talk about tax. Good for you. It's good to know that somebody running a tax-based business is excited about tax. You're a hell of a lot more excited about tax than I am. <laughs> but I waited my whole life
1: for, for taxes to become sexy and then crypto taxes finally in 2017. So it was the right place, right time to be getting into crypto.
0: But yeah. So you reckon we're gonna see some reality TV shows with accountants
1: featuring in it, mate? No, not not yet. But you know, maybe Crypto tax accountants, yeah, it's, it's it's game of thrones out here.
0: <laughs> Have a dream and live your truth, as they say. Okay, cool. So let's, let's cut straight into it and let's work out a bit about why you're doing what you're doing. What's your background? What brought you into uh, crypto and what brought you into token tax?
1: Yeah, for sure. So I've had a bit of an eclectic background. I, uh, I got degrees in accounting and finance and then went and did investment banking for a couple of years. And while I was doing that, I did a program called Operation Hope, which was financial professionals going into inner city high schools or wherever and teaching about personal finance. Here's how you open a bank account. Here's how you have credit responsibly, compounding interest. And I, I fell in love with that, decided to take a break from the corporate world and went and did a program called Teach for America. So I went and taught high school, middle school math for three years. And in the summer, you know, made it about money, made it about, uh, you know, entrepreneurship and stock market game. And in the summers, I kept working in accounting, finance, consulting, so I could arc back to the business world eventually. And I was working over in Africa and Zimbabwe, Zambia, Madagascar, with connections I had made while I was at J.P. Morgan, sort of helping nonprofits fund themselves and be sustainable by doing the same thing they donate, but to make money. One was for World Bicycle Relief, that donated bicycles. So basically, living in Zimbabwe, I saw what it's like to be in a hyperinflation mm. area where people walk around with crumpled old U.S. dollar bills, and that's the only currency they had. So I you know, kind of saw the use cases for crypto a little bit earlier on, and then I was working at a company called Imprint Capital and Ripple, and some of the earlier cryptocurrencies came across our desk as like a social impact investment to make the world a better place and disrupt legacy players. And so I kind of learned about it early and was just an investor looking to get more involved as someone with a finance accounting background. And then I met my co-founder, Alex, who was building a platform called Token Tax to connect to Coinbase and to do FIFO accounting. And I was basically like, Alex, we could do way more with this. We could show people how to track their tax lots. It's gonna make a huge difference if they're tracking in real time. We're gonna teach people about tax loss harvesting. We're gonna to connect to every exchange. You know, We can do this in the UK in Australia and other countries, South Africa, Canada, because the gains and loss calculations are pretty universal. And I had already known a lot of the tax rules. So we basically teamed up and built Token Tax and relaunched it in Feb 2018. Now we have about 6,000 users, 13 people on the team full time. So we've grown pretty fast. Wow, that's unreal, man.
0: 6,000 people and, uh, well, basically one year happy birthday token tax that's pretty uh, pretty good yeah. traction pretty early man well done and is, do you think that like, what, what do you think got you that penetration what, what was it that um that I mean 6,000 accounts that's that's 6,000 yeah. paying members and that's fast
1: yeah honestly we didn't really spend that much on marketing we tried to market on Facebook on Twitter they blocked us because yeah. they thought we were an ICO we know and, that yeah and so Basically, we just bent over backward to please customers, made them super happy. And we had so many customers who were like, hey, whatever software, I can't get my data in there right. It says I owe 500000 and I know that's not right. So people were really panicked about how much money they owed, yeah. their situation. So we basically developed really strong relationships. And then they went and referred us to other people. Um, and also just some big accounting firms found us and said, hey, we've got hundreds of customers that we've sold a product to but we can't get the software to work and we can't get the other, the other ones we're working. And I was like, all right, send over your backlog. We ended up doing hundreds of returns for firms like that. And so it's, you know, we built tools for CPAs, for accountants to handle their own clients, but we also have a lot of individual tax filers. And Basically the whole idea is upload your data. We'll fix the formatting, get everything right. And then just download your tax forms. You don't have to worry about the stress of, did you pick the right dropdown X, Y, Z? Um, But basically, it was all customer referrals and just word of mouth. And we've just grown it. You know, October was bigger for us than April, which was pretty amazing since April 15th is the deadline in the U.S. And then the last week of the year, 1231 was even bigger for us as we promoted tax loss harvesting, as we taught people how to do it in the U.S., in Canada. You know, it's totally different in Canada where average cost accounting is required versus in the U.S. where you use FIFO, life, where you can track the specific shares as you trade. In in Canada, you have to be really careful, and the U.K. is the same. When you tax loss harvest, when you buy Bitcoin at the end of the year, let's say you sell an altcoin you're holding at a loss and buy Bitcoin, you can retroactively change your cost basis on all the previous trades. So it's kind of a crazy situation in Canada and the U.K. for tax loss harvesting. You really need a software to do a mock trade and see what the results will be before you make it, especially if you're trading crypto-to-crypto on, you know, finance. It works
0: in your favor, Right.
1: Yeah, because if you're, look, let's say you hold ZRX. Here's an example. You hold ZRX, you bought it for $10,000. It's now worth 1000 You have a massive loss. But in, if you could just sell it for dollars, that would be one thing. But if you have to sell it for Bitcoin, and yeah. that also counts as a buy of Bitcoin, which retroactively changes your average cost of every other buy. Yep. So it's a crazy circular situation where you're, you thought your gain was one thing then you have a big buy of cheap Bitcoin at the end of the year. And all of a sudden it drops your cost basis and you have more gains than you realize. So some people thought they were harvesting losses and actually had the reverse happen. So that's like basically in the UK and Canada, it's really critical. In Australia, what's important is you're tracking the tax lots. Like if you hold 20 Bitcoin, you know how many you hold at an unrealized gain, how many you hold at an unrealized loss and only sell the ones you hold at a loss. Otherwise, you're also triggering more gains, if that makes sense.
0: Well, one of the things that I found quite interesting here in Australia is, look, let me just get myself ready for this, (laughs) is that the um, the, the ATO or the Australian Tax Office seems to, um, I don't know, constantly be chasing its tail. Uh, I think that might just be a a lot of government agencies that are inundated with just lots and lots of people, right? I I think that's probably a global thing. Government workers tend to have, you know, they get piled in with a lot and they might be understaffed, all this sort of thing. Now, when, when Australia came out, they said, when they were talking about taxing it last year or the year before, I can't remember exactly when it was, they came in the community and they said, look, submit your request. Let us know what you think would be a good way of doing it, blah, blah, blah. Now, of course, some people would have said, don't tax it at all, you know, go to hell, all that sort of crap, and, and, you know, that would have been a waste of time. But I, I also know that there were some very um, significantly detailed and researched Uh, you know inputs into that which made a lot of sense because on one hand you've got the uh, you know whatever jurisdiction taxational office saying look we want to tax you on this you know you're making money We, we, we want to have this in the tax law okay got that cool on the other hand you've got no idea about this space at this point so Wouldn't you start small like every other business in the world and tackle the problem and grow and grow and grow? And it can become more complex once you've got one part that works. Then you can go a bit deeper then. But instead, they went straight in and said, no, no, we want to tax all your Bitcoin to Bitcoin trade, your Bitcoin to alt trade. We want to check everything. It's like, you do realize how much work you've just dug out for yourself on top of what you've already got to do in the first place. Why would they do that? Well, it doesn't make sense. It's kind of like, we're the government. We can do everything. But- but you can't. You're just people like we are. Why do they go for this sort of two feet straight into the deep end?
1: I think that, yeah, I mean, you, you hit the nail on the head when you said they're not really involved in the industry. That So there are people making decisions that, you know, from a 5,000-foot level who haven't actually traded crypto to crypto and been on all these exchanges and seen how people are actually investing in the real world. They're kind of just like, well, we have these rules for stocks. Yeah. And we have rules for property. So what is it and where do we file this? You know, they probably didn't dig that much into it. And you know, from like in the US perspective, all they clarified is, hey, we're gonna put all the burden on our users, on our, our, you know, our citizens to report every sale, every disposal, regardless of how large. So if you buy coffee with your Bitcoin for $5, you have to report the proceeds, how much you paid for that Bitcoin, and what the gain and loss was, and report the gain. And so that was the only thing they've ever said about it in 2014 when they said, hey, for currencies, like with euros, you don't have to do that. There's a de minimis exclusion under 200. In the US, you don't have to. So I think basically their thoughts were probably, hey, let's put all the burden on customers. We can always put on, on citizens. We can change our mind later, force them to report everything they can, and pay everything they can. And then you know we'll figure it out later if it's too burdensome but I think they just threw like, we want the whole kitchen sink yeah. and they didn't have time to do the nuance. And I think that's their default because they don't want people sneaking out and having these loopholes. They probably looked at it and said, if we call it a currency, everybody's just going to sell $199 worth over and over again. So they're, they're trying to close loopholes. I don't think they had bad intentions, but I think it's when a lack of understanding is trying to police things that correct on old rules. So that's, I doubt it was malicious, I hope. but you know, and Well,
0: I'm people- not suggesting it's malicious. I just think it's, uh, it's, it's ill thought through. It's, that's, that. They really don't have any understanding of what they're asking for. And it's like we trade a lot. There's a lot of stuff, you know. It, how are you going to get it from me? Do you know what I mean? Like, have they thought of that? Have they thought of the future? Have they thought of anybody who got in? That, like, if you got in, like, my Bitfinex accounts, I am KYC now, but there's plenty of accounts that I had opened up well before all this KYC and AML stuff came in. Which there's no there's no name to that. Do you know what I mean? Like, they don't know. They can't track it. Make it easy for me. Don't make it hard for me.
1: Well, and then it's you know it's very few exchanges are actually regulated. They're all over. The- yes. Some of them are just like three guys or two guys who built an exchange and it just disappears overnight. All the data disappears. And you know, they can track the blocks. They can scan the blockchain and see where crypto went, but it's a, it's a Herculean task. And I think they kind of just, it's sort of like in the U S we have something called an F bar. So if you ever have a foreign bank account, whatever, over $10,000, you have to report it every year. You don't get taxed on it or anything. It's just a disclosure. And, it's not clear if that applies to crypto. Again, it's like, well, Binance isn't in the U.S. Do you have to report it? But um, you know, you can see for Donald Trump's campaign advisor, Paul Manafort, that's what he was found guilty of not filing an F bar. So it's kind of like these really onerous regulations. Just let let the let agencies like the IRS have something in their back pocket if they ever need to to say, yeah. oh, but you didn't check all the boxes and cross all the T's and dot the i. I mean. For, for situations where they know someone, maybe where there's smoke, there's fire, but it's it's being used in that way, which is which is interesting. And I you know, I hope a lot of crypto people don't get caught up in that where they've never heard of an F bar, they've never had a bank account in the Maldives or Switzerland or whatever. And now all of a sudden it's like, wait, what's an F bar? Oh, I can be in trouble. I can I can be fined mm. So we were like, you know, I don't think F bars would apply, but then we had so many customers asking for them that we were like, fine, just better safe than sorry. We'll just create the tool, we'll create the report so people know what their max account balance is and they can report it if they want. Because um, we just, you know, we understand the stress that people don't want that hanging over them that they might have done something wrong. And even, you know, everybody trying to do the right thing and report, it's so difficult to report everything in the right Australian dollar price or pound price or us dollar price yep. you need a lot of third party tools and software and that's why we built token tax to be like a one stop hey give us all your data from everywhere we'll give you the tax forms for whatever country you need um, with the price database we have all the prices in whatever currencies back to the beginning for 5000 cryptocurrencies all the exchanges all that
0: so I mean, for those that are listening that are not in the US, just I just want to sort of touch on a few points here. Um, I have my accountant here in Australia, right? Now, my accountant isn't the most savvy when it comes to crypto. He is fully aware of that. Um, someone like you, are you able to sort of plug in and effectively coach or educate based on the laws he has? And you guys can have your accountant chat, speak your language, and, and, and you can feed him the information to act uh, in my best interest within the, the legal framework? Is that sort of how it works?
1: Exactly, yeah. And, you know, we, my team and I, we make ourselves available for quick calls with, I mean, we've had these calls with hundreds of our clients, accountants around the world or lawyers or just to understand, hey, these are the rules in Sweden, I want to make sure I'm reporting right for my client and then, you know, I'll say, all right, based on what you're telling us, we'll create the gain and loss reports you need, we'll create an income report for all the mining We'll use this price. In some countries, it's like, oh, we just need a consolidated proceeds, cost basis, gain loss. And so, yeah, we work with accountants in different countries to understand. And then once we've already dealt with an Australian accountant, right, you know, someone in the UK, someone in Canada, now we can help individual filers who are trying to do it on their own in TurboTax or their equivalent, you know, or whatever the, the home filing software is in whatever country.
0: And. Uh, let me, um, let me just say, guys, so you can basically keep the accountant that you've got because everyone goes, oh, I've got an accountant. Now, that accountant might be doing you really badly. Same as you know, I've noticed people also say, oh, no, I've got a financial advisor. It's like, yeah, but your financial <laughs> advice is terrible just because you've got one. And the thing is, uh, especially for employees, um, because, you know, an employee, you don't really have much of a team, do you? I mean, you don't, you don't have a team around you. You've, you've got basically a solicitor that you hopefully don't speak to all that often. Because if you're only if you if you're employed, you're not buying and selling properties, that sort of thing, then you've pretty much just got an accountant. And often your accountant is handed down from your folks or a friend of the family. And there's no real qualification other than association. So a lot of people sort of feel like, oh no, this person's somebody that's really special and important to me. Now they could be about to go to jail for fraud and they'd still say, Oh, oh, really? Is that what happened? Because they just don't know. So what we're saying is it's really hard to take people away from their current accountants with um, token tax. We're not asking you to do that. I mean, certainly online, but you're not asking them to leave their accountant per se. You're saying, hey, that's cool. Keep your accountant, but why don't you overlay what we do in our services to help you understand and help your accountant understand so they can take care of you the best, right?
1: Exactly. And you, your accountant can view your account. They can download the reports. They can understand what the accounting rules and what reports can be generated so they can do what whatever is best for you. And I mean, we, we also have accountants on staff, but You know, the the key thing is exactly accounting relationships, relationships with their professionals are very important. And we're happy to just give people the crypto tax forms and make that part easier. Because what we saw a lot of times is people who had really simple accounting, really simple tax returns their whole life. Now all of a sudden have a crazy crypto situation and their accountant means well, but they don't know about crypto. So they're charging, you know, $200 an hour, $150 an hour, $300 an hour. And it takes them hours to learn how to do it and try to do it on their own in Excel. And we're kind of like, look, for $200, bucks, we will do it for you. We'll handle everything or, and then give it to your accountant. And that way you save yourself money and you save your accountant the time and energy yeah. and resources. And basically it's a win-win situation. Big Absolutely. value. Absolutely.
0: And look, well, one thing I really, really love is I'm, I mean, I'm sitting here looking at your website now. Uh, by the way, the website is what, tokentax.co?
1: Yeah, we, we were tokentax.us and we rebranded oh, at tokentax.co because when we spread to the UK, Canada, Australia, people kept saying, Oh, do you support Australia? So we we rebranded at Tokentax.co. And okay. tokentax.com works as well. Redirects. You can
0: Google Token Tax for all those that are confused. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, what, what I
0: like even. is it's it's product based. It's um you know, you can choose your level. Uh, you you've basically taken the old school and i I say this not because i'm trying to sell this to you ladies and gentlemen i'm saying it because i actually appreciate the innovation here you've taken what is you know the 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 like a, a, a traditionally quite boring um topic for many people and you've made it something that's easy to digest um both in the presentation but also in your offering so i reckon everyone should go and have a look at the website because everyone who's listening to this probably has crypto and everyone who has crypto probably has an accountant and if you don't, you need to get one and if your accountant isn't privy to this or even if they are, it's not a bad little investment to make sure that they're uh, up to the speed because if you consider your accountant, I mean for me, I'm happy to pay my accountant a large amount of money provided that that accountant can save me a large amount of money because it's net gain with the right one, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what we're preaching to people. It's about value, yeah. not cost. And, you know, if you're missing your data from an exchange, if you lost your quadriga data, your Shapeshift, whatever, we can recreate that. That's what our higher level packages are for, like this really white glove. Oh, you need us to recreate missing data in a conservative way that will pass muster with the IRS. We can do that. If you need a CPA to file for you, we can do that. Um, you know, basically, yeah, we're just trying to have, you know, create value for yeah. the community and, and Our thought process is basically, hey, if we can teach people how accounting methods work and help them save more money than they pay us, that's a win. Like it literally was cheaper for them to hire us than to just try to do it themselves. themselves, So we track that metric internally. And For 2017 taxes, it was like 99% because the market went straight up. So using you know, understanding how to track your specific shares and what accounting method to use was enormously value creative. And now on the way down, you know, it'll probably be similar where, okay, now FIFO would actually get you a lurid. But p- what we want to do is teach people how to do this in real time. Yeah. You know, open a 2019 account and actually be tracking your tax lots in real time and put in a mock trade before you make it on Binance or wherever to make sure the tax implications are what you think they're going to be, um, as opposed to just finding out after after the fact. Once, You're kicking yourself in started, the
0: head accidentally.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, as you probably experienced, most people in 2017 who sold their Bitcoin and Ethereum for altcoins, what they didn't understand is they basically had to outperform by a hundred percent. They had to do mm-hmm. twice as well just to break even on an after-tax basis because the gains they owed selling at Bitcoin and ETH were so big, the IRS took half the money. And so had yep. they just held, and so it's just it's teaching people these type of things like buy and hold. Maybe you know you don't have to do that forever, but just understanding what are the after-tax consequences of what I'm doing before I do it. Um, and so, like I said, financial literacy is kind of the foundation. And even if you're not a customer of Token Tax, just come to our website, TokenTax.co. On the bottom right, you can chat to me or my team anytime via intercom. We love complicated, tricky tax situations. You know, we work with hedge funds, crypto startups, big wallets. Um, we love a complicated situation. So come ask us your questions if. If
0: you're, if you need help. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, um, this has been a great conversation, But I really do appreciate it. I was going to ask you where to find out more information, but you've just done that. You've hit the nail on the head guys. I do suggest you go and have a look at it. Uh, there's a reason why they've had such roaring success. Um, you know, it's a, it's a well thought through website. It's a well thought through offering. And I can, I can see that you probably have a lot more success moving forward. So you know, yeah, we're,
1: we're always adding know new know. tools, new functionality. You know, if, if a client wants a new type of report or a new dashboard, that's exactly what our engineers are working on building. So, so um, you're developing,
0: that. you're growing, you're learning, you survived your first year. Happy birthday. You're better than most startups, mate. And I can see why. So guys, get across to uh, tokentax.co uh, here in Australia.com also works. Well, you can just Google token tax. There's plenty of information there. Thank you so much, Zach McClure, co-founder great. of Token Tax. Appreciate your time. It's a good conversation, mate. Thank you. Thank you very much. Right, guys, have a great day. We'll speak to you all again very soon. Bye for now.